today we have Matt Carruthers. He uh, works at Maricosta. If you'd like a little, give a little description of yourself, what you do here. Sure. Um, well, like she said, my name is Matt Carruthers. Um, I am associate faculty and uh, staff here at the college. I'm kind of an everything guy. I do uh, I do audio for the college. I record some of the college bands here. Um, do most of, most if not all of the live shows with students and uh, other various things around. You oh, and work... I, teach, I teach recording arts one. <laughs> that would probably be pretty important. Yeah. Now you finally do after yeah, not right? teaching for how many years? Uh, well, I taught two years ago. I taught salary reinforcement two years ago. But now you can do it like eventually. yeah, yeah. I'm doing it. Uh, I have uh, n- this semester, next uh, summer, and in fall as well. Very good. Very yeah. good. Yeah, it's good. Um, do you do anything outside of the campus work? As far as work, yeah, yeah. Well, I do quite a bit outside of of, uh, of Maricosta, um, as far as gigs go. Primarily on the live sound side, and I'm also a drummer. So um, almost every week, I have at least something going on. Either I'm playing or, or mixing a show or something of that. F- Sorry. How long have you been playing drums for? Uh, my whole life. My, I started when I was four. Uh, my dad was a drummer. My grandfather's a drummer. Uh, and my dad, and then I'm a drummer. My, my oldest son is also a drummer as well. Um, now living in Germany, going to school over there for drums. And uh, I started when I was like four years old and pretty much been playing off and on my whole life, but a lot on recently. <laughs> Very cool. <laughs> yeah. So... You said that you play also with the band that's here. Um, I have. I've, play, I've played. I've actually been through the performance um, degree here at, at Maricosta, and I did. I played with all of the groups here: Collective, Mojo. Uh, I played for Frequency Vocal Jazz as well, um, and uh, also uh, part of the Applied um, Ensemble as well. Very cool. Yeah. So after you got out of here, what was kind of your first steps? My first steps of coming out of here, as far as from a tech side or a um, or a musical side, music side, and cause, or both. Because then afterwards you went to San Marcos University, didn't you? Right. Yeah. After, so then after finally finishing all your schooling and everything. Right. After finishing all my schooling, well, if I can go back a little bit, I actually I have I hold both degrees from this from this school. Um, I have a degree in the recording arts, and and I also have a degree in in the, in the music performance side. And then over at, when I transferred to San Marcos, I got a degree in uh, jazz drums. Very cool. A bachelor's in jazz. How do you find new gigs? How do I find new gigs? Yeah. Well, I'm fortunate enough that most of the stuff that I do nowadays, um, they find me, which is really cool. I mean, I guess I'm, I'm, I'm lucky that I'm, I'm, I've got enough stuff and I know enough people that you know they continue to throw me work. So, very cool. Yeah. Have you ever released your own music? I have not, no. And you know, it's really funny that you say that. Um, I've been toying with the idea of doing a record. Oh, yeah? yeah. Would you, what kind of genre would you go into? Well, I'm a rock guy at heart, so it, it would definitely be in that area. But I'm not sure. I don't know. I, I think it would just do, I would have to come in and kind of let it do its whatever's going to do, do, you know? Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah. Um. So do you have like a home studio or would you like mm, no. run I, one actually, out? No, I don't have a home studio. So you like go like rent one? Yeah, yeah. I would. I I know. I know some. I have friends of mine that have home studios and stuff like that. I could do something over at their place or or what what not. No, yeah, that that'd be lucky. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be really cool. Yeah. Do you have any main struggles that you encountered in the audio, like being an audio engineer? Uh, as being an engineer. Yeah. Um. You know, there's. I yeah. I mean, it depends on what country I was in. <laughs> the biggest struggle that I have. 
the two biggest ones that I've had is if I'm working outside of the country is usually a language barrier issue. That I had a heat. I had a tough time. I was on tour in China um, a couple years ago, and um, I did 20 dates over there. And um, some of the places we were at, they didn't speak any English at all, and it was it was kind of brutal. But as far as I think that the toughest thing for me to deal with is my schedule. Um, I'm I tend to I, I I don't like to say no to anything, so I tend to overbook myself a little bit and and run myself a little ragged, and uh, my schedule can be a little bit tough. Sometimes it's I I I tend to stack things one on top of the other on top of the other on top of the other, and so. Yeah, I think that's pretty important to be in like the music industry. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's all about it's all about the schedule, you know. For me, anyways, I've got to keep things square so that I don't book a gig on top of another gig. I not too long ago I had a, a show, a playing gig on a Thursday night, and then I had a red eye overnight to New York. Had a gig Friday night in New York and a red eye, and then flew out the Saturday morning for another gig that Saturday night back in San Diego. Wow. Yeah, yeah, I, I messed that one up. <laughs> It was ugly. Oh, learn from your mistakes. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Did you always want to work in audio, or is that something else like you thought? You no, know, that's it. I didn't, you know, and um, it wasn't. It, I always knew that I had. I always felt that I had maybe something to offer um, in the audio side of things. It wasn't. wasn't until a few, you know, I, I don't know, years ago that I I said, you know, I want to do something music related, and how can I. You know, I'm, I, I consider myself an okay drummer, but I'm not the greatest drummer in the world. But, you know, I knew that, okay, if I want to be successful in music, that the, what I should do is, is be as diversified as possible um, and try to do as many things as I can do um, in order to, to help sustain my, my, my business. So I realized that um, becoming an engineer would, 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 would be one of the best roads for me to go down. Plus, I always felt like I had something to offer. Uh, live sound and and recording and that uh so yeah that's it <laughs> <laughs> very cool yeah. what made you pick maricosta you know it's funny i was actually signed up to go to, after i made a decision one day i was a waiter in a restaurant and i one day it was a saturday night and i was super busy and i'd been waiting tables for like 15 years and i looked around and i was like i don't want to do this anymore and the next day i went and i enrolled at a junior college out in Hemet. And I was rolled, I was enrolled. I signed up. I was like, that's it. I'm doing this audio thing. I'm going to make this thing happen. And uh, I was all enrolled and ready to go. About two weeks before classes started, I realized I was looking at, um, I found another brochure about Miracosta and realized, and saw in the brochure that they, that they taught Pro Tools here. And I was like, I'm going there. So I immediately dropped what I was doing out at uh, the other college enrolled here. So you found out that Pro Tools was like the main thing that the... Yeah, you know, I really, I kind of realized that, you know, I mean, it was pretty new back then. It was like brand new Pro Tools was. So I wanted to be on the on the cutting edge and the other place, they didn't even, they did nothing to do with that. And I, so I wanted to, to be on, you know, cutting edge side of things. So I enrolled here and it was the best decision I ever made. Very cool. Yeah. Uh, that seems very important. <laughs> yeah. Did you belong to any clubs while you were here? Um, we didn't have any 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 clubs while I was while I was here. Going. What about any like kind of internships? Yeah, yeah, I did an internship. I got an internship after my first semester here, um, working for a guy named Kevin Carey out in uh, in Vista, 
and oh man, it's incredible, incredible engineer, um, live sound recording engineer. I mean, just one of the smartest people I've ever known in my entire life. And I went to work at his house. He has a, a sound company out there, and he had a recording studio in his house. And um, I probably, I don't think I touched any actual audio gear for about six months. <laughs> I was I, I, I did whatever he told me to do because I wanted to be in it, you know. Oh, yeah. So, um, you know, about six months later, we were getting ready to do Rock and Roll Marathon, and he had six stages that he was going to do on Rock and Roll Marathon. And he came and he approached me and he says, hey, I'm going to give you a stage. And I was like, wow, awesome. He gives me a hand. I said, oh, yeah, man, I got this. No problem. <laughs> so I, and I really didn't know what I was doing, right? And he dropped, us, dropped me off on the corner um, out in Hillcrest with, you know, a truck full of gear at 4 a.m. and said, all right, I'll see you when it's over. So I... <laughs> <laughs> good luck. <laughs> yeah, good luck. And I'm like, ah. So yeah, I had to you know figure out how to plug it all in and make it all go. But it, it went. Um, that was the first gig I ever did. First, oh, wow. My first gig by myself ever. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I was terrified, I was but like, it was really fun. I mean, it was like really trusted you. <laughs> in, incredible sense of accomplishment once I, oh, yeah. I once I actually got sound to come out of the speakers. I'm oh like, yeah. Yes, I can do this. Oh, that's okay. So cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that was my that was my internship. I actually still work for Kevin quite a bit here and there. He does a lot of work in China, and a lot of work all around here. And if I have, he's one of those type of people that if I have any questions or he just, I, I don't know where he learns this stuff. He's just an encyclopedia. He's amazing. And uh, he's definitely one of my greatest mentors for sure. Wow. Yeah. Is there anything that like, you wish you would have focused on while you were a student or anything like that? You know what? Uh, to be honest with you, I wish that I would have, I wish I would have focused more on the general ed stuff early on. Why is um, that? Just, I wanted, you know, I, I look back and when it came time, when I, when I first came here, I, I just enrolled in, I thought, okay, I'm just going to come here and like take a couple classes and then kind of go do my own thing and maybe open a studio and just, but um, I didn't realize that it would turn into me wanting to take more classes. And then, and then like, you know, the academia kind of gets in your blood and all of a sudden I'm like, man, you know, I, I could like get a, a degree from this, you know, and I didn't know. I didn't wasn't going to go get a degree. I didn't want anything to do with getting a degree. And all of a sudden, you know, I have an AA and I'm like, oh, I'm going to transfer. And all of a sudden I've got a bachelor's degree. You know, it's just I wish I would have done it earlier on um, because at first all I did was um, the tech classes by themselves and um, failed to do most of the GE. So when it came time, when I finally made the decision, that's it, I'm going to do the GE too. I could have knocked that out, you know, years and years prior. You know, and yeah. been done. So, but that's about it. Okay. That's about it. Yeah. Is there anything that you'll like want to pass on to M other MTech students? I want them to know. The biggest thing that I could say is, and this is this is a quote that I got from, um, when I quote, this is a guy t told me this, a guy named Dave Cheneau, and um, he's the owner of Sound Image um, out in Escondido, probably like the third largest touring audio company Um I went to a forum thing one time when I was first starting out and I, you know, cause I was in it and I wanted to like meet people and talk and I wanted to hear people talk. And, and I asked him that exact question. I said, what's the most important thing? And he said, show up. He said, just show up. And I, I was like, okay, you know, that's cool. Didn't really, I didn't really understand what he was talking about, but it didn't really make that much sense to me back then. But 
now it makes total sense to me because I see in this business where there's a lot of people that just it's the people that show up that are the ones that are working. Yeah. I mean, and, and not just show up physically, but show up mentally. Yeah. You know, and show up with an with a good attitude and be ready. You know what I mean? Be re- be ready to learn and be ready to take criticism, be ready to take compliments and just be in it. You know what I mean? Show up, you know. And if you go, if you if you show up regularly, the the opportunities will come. Like I didn't know anybody. Like I didn't know anything. I didn't. I didn't know how to plug in a microphone, you know. And I kept showing up, and that turned into a a full blown career for me. And that's been you know full of. I've been to I don't know how many countries in the world. I've done gigs everywhere from South Africa to China to to Thailand to Indonesia to Japan to all over the United States, the Caribbean. Um, all kinds of metal gigs, punk gigs, rock gigs, all kinds of stuff just because I kept showing up. So that would be my my biggest thing is just show up. Yeah. So from all that experience, besides your very first show, what's been the most memorable thing, either good or bad, like some screw up or like the most <laughs> best experience you had? Most memorable thing? Probably toss up between... I did the Tokyo Jazz Festival a couple years ago, and that was, I had a, uh, it was just one of those nights where everything comes together, and, and the show was incredible. It was about 10,000 people, and everything, it just, it it was incredible. Like, I couldn't believe the mix that I had gotten out of this, out of this room, and I was like, wow, maybe, maybe I'm pretty good at this. <laughs> not, not, but, you know, yeah, but yeah, I, yeah. I just, I couldn't believe how, how good it sounded, yeah, and yeah. I was and in such a short little limited amount of time, it was just one of those things where the stars aligned. I got lucky, you know, well, I was prepared, but I got lucky as well. And, um, and everything just worked out. And, um, it was, that would be probably one of the most memorable ones. I did Java jazz in Indonesia in February of this year. And that was memorable for the other reasons that it was it was rough i mean the, the mix i got up front was great but getting there the pre-production was just absolutely brutal um getting what we needed and and making sure the band was happy and and taking care of you know food and flights and all that stuff yeah all the good stuff <laughs> sure. but yeah what was the most challenging things that you faced while being a student because you were for like full-time student yeah i was full-time student and working full-time like i was working 40 hours a week and taking 16 to 20 units at at the same time. So like what did that look like schedule wise? Um it looked like me up doing homework late at night every single night of the week pretty much. My brain only works what I would do is I would schedule all my classes early in the morning because when I wake up is when my brain works the best either late at night or early in the morning but during the afternoon it's just a pile of mush pretty much. So I would schedule everything that I had to be in class, I would do that early on in the morning, and then I would have my day to go to work and do whatever I've got to do, you know, um, where I didn't necessarily have to learn a whole bunch or, like, try to memorize things or whatnot. And then I'd get home after work, and then I would hit the books again and write papers and do whatever I needed to do to get it done. I got to get it done. Yeah. Well, that's the end for us. Cool. Thank you so much, Matt, You're for being very here. You're very welcome. You're very welcome. Very cool interview. Thank you. <laughs> This episode was produced and engineered by Kelly Barnett, Sequoia Clayman, Joey Ferlet, Guillermo Palumbo, and Fran Carrasco. 
artwork by Fran Carrasco. Music for this episode is provided by Matt Carruthers.